Peace, good people. Peace. <laughs> Fee, how you feeling today? I'm feeling all right. How are you? Big smile on my face. The brightest. Big joy. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga. With Kariga and Felicia. And most importantly, the listeners on the Black Love Podcast Network. Hey. Thank you all. Kariga has the most beautiful, bright smile on his face. <laughs> I just want to point it out. I don't know if you can hear it, but... It's real joy. It is real joy. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I'm glad I could find find it. Yeah. Yeah, or found me. <laughs> so, you know, we start with an affirmation. And today, Kariga and I, we pulled out his text, a toolkit for reflection and manifesting the light within. Yes. And I was looking for an affirmation. He was looking for an affirmation. And we both stumbled across the same one. Mm-hmm. at the same time that's the right frequency right there it is divine so if you have your text mm-hmm. would you please be so kind as to turn to page 14 and it reads i am where i need to be and i am who i need to be in this very moment the answers i am looking for are already within mm. i am where i need to be and i am who i need to be in this very moment the answers I am looking for are already within. Wow. I listened to that today and I feel it differently. Mm-hmm. Kind of like my future self talking to myself who wrote this. Mm-hmm. And I acknowledge that it reads the answers I am looking for are already within. But it can be challenging for someone to find the path within or mm-hmm. sometimes the path within is confirmed or invited by someone else. Hmm. Yeah, it's unique. Like truly, I likely wrote it from within, right? Because the reflection. But I've experienced some days where when it reads, I am where I need to be and who I need to be in this very moment. The who is unchanging. It's independent. But sometimes the where I need to be is a little dependent. And there are experiences that can sometimes impact where we are, even in our own self, even in the moment, even in our own bodies. Mm -hmm. And this is very true and very accurate, but I was reminded about its power from someone else on a walk the other day. Mm. So, y'all, we went on a family walk and Felicia had the urge to run (laughs) because that's Felicia's style. Push it to the limit. (laughs) But I welcome that about her and any moment she gets to run, I encourage her to do so. So we were walking and Felicia ran ahead of Kamali and I. So I'm pushing her in the stroller and I recognize that my shoelace is becoming untied (laughs) (laughs) and I don't stop to tie it right away. Mm -hmm. I let it take me as like as far as it could before it became a problem or a hazard. Mm. But I scouted a place ahead on the walk that I thought would be a good place to tie my shoe. And I stopped at this one man drum circle. <laughs> okay. There was only one person 
drumming, <laughs> but he was playing two percussion instruments. So I give him credit of having. A oh, drum was circle. he? Yeah, he's playing two, two different tones. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, I said, I'm I'm gonna stop right here uh-huh. and tie my shoe, and maybe the rhythm will entertain Kamali mm. while we're not in motion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good I, thinking. <laughs> and I stopped to tie my shoe, and when I picked my head up. There was someone right in front of me and she said, no way. <laughs> and I'm at this point, I'm, I don't know which way, you know, which way is no. That tickles me. I love that. No she, way. She says, no way. No way. And she says, can I show you something? And I say, yeah. She takes her headphones out of her ears. She turns her phone to me and she said she had been watching and listening to YouTube for the last three hours, consuming all things soul affirmations all things Kariga Bailey, Felicia, <laughs> the music we create, the affirmations. Wild. I mean, she had just listened to Trouble Don't Last Always. Whoa. Yeah, she had to go back Whoa. in the search. That's 2014. Wow. I love that. I did not know that. Yeah, that's what she had that's just. That's one of my favorite videos. That's what she was just watching. Wow. After consuming everything else. Whoa. So her listen. She went in a dive. Yeah. And it was. <laughs> So surprising and alarming to me and uh, not alarming as in a a negative alarm, an alarm like present Mm -hmm. to be present, to know that the seeds we've planted, the intention, Mm -hmm. the meaningfulness of it all, Mm -hmm. it was received in the most sincere way. She explained that she had been going through a really, really difficult year and lived in New York City for the last 11 years and has recently moved to Oakland. Mm. And in the shift of this, she said, I'm going to go for a walk today to be at peace, Mm. to get a sign from you, God. Mm. She recognized that what she was experiencing internally only, Mm -hmm. she wanted to take a walk. And we met at the one man drum circle. (laughs) The one man drum circle. Wow. So we began to walk together i tell her that you're on a run ahead Mm -hmm. and we're walking and we're talking and we're investigating just what brings us on this path literally at the same time and she says something really powerful she said she found soul affirmations almost a year ago when she was attempting to learn how to record a podcast wow and she went to monty draper for help oh and shout out to monty and he gives her this book as a starting place. Oh, really? He put soul affirmations in her hand. She had never met me, never met you, never heard of us. What? He put the book in her hands. So does Monty still have his copy? That's neither here nor there. That, no, it's, a, it's a good question. Hopefully I can get him another. But I think what makes this really significant is um, when Felicia and I were in the beginning stages of learning how to tell our story finding our comfort and our space on the mic. We both went to Monty Draper for help <laughs> because, and this, this is, this even predates this podcast. Right? Yeah. This predates this podcast, which is really profound because that means every seed, every deed along the way was getting us here. Mm. But I acknowledge this because it, it it's, it's significant in this way. We went to Monty because I was looking for reference mm-hmm. of of what it looked like and felt like to be a black man in podcasting. Mm-hmm. 
I wanted to know what it looked like and felt like to be a black man in podcasting. And Monty was the reference for me. So I went in to learn how, yeah. how to be, mm-hmm. what, what, how, how, how much of myself could I be? And yeah, so one, just shout out to Monty for being a source of light, a conduit of light. Mm-hmm. And I'm thanking myself for being still enough to create this text mm-hmm. and the the many pathways it opened and the conditions it created for all of us to find those answers that are already within. Mm-hmm. Soul affirmation is a toolkit for reflecting for that purpose. But sometimes you don't you can't really understand or find the location of within. It is an invitation and affirmed by another. So on this walk, Felicia, remind me of her name. Ishita. Ishita, the desired one. Mm-hmm. That's what her name means. Yes. And what I learned from her on the walk was the importance of each entry, each YouTube entry, each podcast episode, mm. each page in the book. It really was reference for someone mm. who I do not. I did not know before that day. We had never crossed paths. Now, I know in theory we can impact people who we don't know, but the likelihood of being on a walk and that person finding you to tell you about the path they found that you created reference in, mm-hmm. it really struck me. Oh, yeah. It struck me deeply. I think what happened inside me was weeks ago, I was able to say out loud and acknowledge to myself that this is a new season. Mm. and it is my time. Mm -hmm. The lessons have matured. They've been reflected on. They've been recorded, written, and I must pour from this cup. Mm -hmm. I can't hold on to it because I'm onboarding new lessons right now. I'm onboarding new lessons in joy. But what I learned from grief, in grief, I can't just leave with that toolkit. Mm. I have to leave the notes just as I did before. And as she's walking and telling me this, she's very clear. She's so clear that she asked God for room today, for grace to seek. She came for a walk for that. Wow. And it was hard to explain. But in the presence of being used by God, it is a very overwhelming feeling. And it's tricky because you want to stand as an instrument, but it overwhelms me. Mm. It, it makes me feel, hmm. Mm. It's, wow, it's really challenging to explain. It I is, love um, that you're taking the pause to find the words. Yeah, it's in the, it's in the notation of, it somewhat feels like this. The mark I aim for, believers aim for, is to create the conditions for others to experience God in however you exist. And you do this work and you do this work. But for someone to find you on a reflective walk of your own and tell you, I just couldn't. It was hard for me to stand in it. Mm. It was hard for me to, I guess, hear that. I get that. Uh, I get that completely. uh, And not hard like I didn't want to. Hard like, how do I stand in this? Mm -hmm. Um, Challenging like, I mean, one, I, I guess I should get used to this. Maybe that's the experience. Hmm. And it's not that I, I can, I can give hits. <laughs> this is, I want to, I want to note how funny this episode might be. Uh, 
to a listener, uh, certainly to myself, because I think what I'm experiencing is how to stand in my next level assignment. Hmm. And I don't know if it's something I run from or have experienced a season of what feels so much like the contrary. I can't let my previous experiences uh, interrupt my ability to be present in my current experiences. The music, Mm -hmm. specifically around music, it can be challenging for an artist, a storyteller to understand the impact of their work because so often we are fed a set of metrics that describe impact mm-hmm. in the how many and what the numbers look like. Mm-hmm. And she was currently on a video from 2014. Mm-hmm. That was just the most honest entry. It had nothing to do with a rollout plan, blogs, conversations. I needed mm-hmm. to get that out for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if someone were to look at it, I guess in measure it's impact Hmm. by how Hmm. many views it had or how many times somebody experienced it. Mm -hmm. They could receive messaging that was different than what I received on the walk because I certainly received messaging for years that was different than what I received on the walk. And I think my prior messaging and my experiences was making it hard for me to understand that right before my eyes, somebody's expressing to me that it did exactly what it was designed to do. Hey. I had to take deep breaths. I told her, like, I have to be present with this information. It's different than what I'm used to experiencing. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean there's always like a, you'll get that encounter. It doesn't mean you always hear from the person. But I better get used to the feeling and the understanding that each reference, each page, each episode of the podcast, each song, all the art we create, I need to get used to understanding that it is doing exactly what it's designed to do. (laughs) Wow. I have to do that work. Mm. And she gave me an invitation to remember that the answers I was looking for are already within. Somewhere on the journey, you start to look outward. Yeah. For the confirmation, for the information, for the invitation. Somewhere on the journey, you look outward. And... That is an interrupter of great joy. Hmm. It is an interrupter of joy. And I think I've experienced that interruption and could not understand the busy signal between the work doing exactly what it's designed to do and the joy I get to have from doing that very purposeful work. So all the times you look for the outward evidence, it interrupts your ability to look inward. And she was my invitation to look inward. And very loose analogy, but an athlete, whether you're a long jumper or a basketball player or sprinter, you perform differently when it's inside of you. You perform differently when you know what you're there to do. You perform differently when you know you're doing exactly what it's designed to do. And I think that goes for all of us in life. Mm. You perform differently when you know deep from within that what you are doing is impacting the exact design the way it's supposed to. I am... So very moved by this conversation and did not think that there would be an application in my own experience. Mm. I can identify with those interrupters that block you from looking within. I had a similar. That block you from looking within, but also interrupt the joy. That interrupt the joy. That is rightfully yours because of the 
the being, the work. Mm -hmm. I think about the offering in soul affirmations Mm -hmm. for mothers, right? Mm -hmm. And you and I have conversations about getting the work out. What do I want this text to do? You know, Mm -hmm. and um, with what my schedule is presently looking like in my day to day, Mm -hmm. I'm actually very grateful that my days are looking the way that they're looking, right? Mm-hmm. And I know that within, but sometimes there's an interruption in that understanding when I see other things and I, I have this idea of how I wanted this book to move, right? The metrics, the ones that you speak of, that, the numbers, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That we use to measure whether or not something is doing well, right? And much like you, what was this last week? I got a text message from a woman who I will call a mother mentor. (laughs) Mm -hmm. She so graciously took the time to send me a message. And she tells me that she had facilitated a workshop on motherhood. And there was a mother there that was experiencing the transition of her baby. And she referenced my book of affirmations. And she said it was a resource. She referenced it as a resource and it became a small but mighty bright spot in that workshop. Mm. And a few other women asked about it and she shared the the link with them. Mm-hmm. And she shared with me, she thanked me for opening my heart in a way that uplifts other women. And she's grateful for this body of work and that it exists. And like you, I had a tough time accepting that, standing in that, being affirmed by that work. And I told her that sometimes like, compliments around this burn they burn that's the word that I could find at the time because I know what it took to get here and how it came to be Mm. but I told her the reframe for me is how I'm still able to show up as Kamayu's mom and watch her life be referenced for others who may have to endure something similarly Mm. so I'm so grateful that she was able to to share that I'm grateful that you chose to share that with us and how showing up as Kamayu's mother and Kamali's mother is a very expansive role and that in your learning how to show up for Kamayu, you're helping to create reference and helping to create the conditions for other mothers to show up who deserve to show up. But like the numbers, they experience interrupters all around them, (laughs) around what motherhood looks like and what it is. And those interrupters, we all experience them on the journey. And it's important to affirm and to take moments to listen and it's important to hear and to be still in these moments. But I also think that it's really, really, really beautiful that we get to reflect on how to be present in those moments. And as we both listen to each other, we realize we were both having difficulty standing in that space. Mm -hmm. And it reveals another layer of intimacy in the bond of supporting one another and investing in one another but also helping to do the work that helps us stand in the season. Not that's coming, but the season that we're in. Mm-hmm. Being here is no small feat. Having a voice and creating reference is no small act from where we've come from, mm-hmm. from what has informed this perspective. Every day we share is beautiful and courageous and important. We still ask ourselves, why do we come here? Mm-hmm. And the answer is for reference. And I love that we ask ourselves that question every time. It grounds me. It helps me remember. But today I am standing in a new courage and I invite you to stand 
in this space now that is respected for you as well, Fee. And I invite all the listeners to stand in their new season of courage, the courage to bear your story, hmm. the courage to do the hard work and create the conditions to go inward. It isn't a conflation or a misunderstanding about ego, but in our heads, we can create the conditions for scarcity or abundance. Hmm. And I want to apologize to myself for the moments I thought in scarcity mm. because uh, it certainly impacts the way you play, mm-hmm. the way you see versus the difference of knowing when it is your time to stand and bear witness, to be present. And I won't allow that interruption to continue. Mm. So to affirm that I will stand present in this season of joy and all the evidence of the hard work, however it should find us, mm-hmm. whenever it should find us, I'll stand in it. Mm-hmm. For me, the glory belongs to God, but I must honor who I'm called to be. I got to stand in it. I can't, I can't skirt on it. <laughs> in the, the past week, my reflection showed me that uh, selflessness is self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. If you don't learn how to show up for yourself. Selflessness is self-sabotage when you don't learn how to show up for yourself because you're running the source empty, even if it looks like it's springing forth life right now. And I'm learning the differences between a moment to myself and showing up for myself. Mm -hmm. And they aren't always the same. Showing up for myself looks like doing this work. Showing up for myself looks like doing other hard work. Mm -hmm. A moment to myself might just look like some time in the back patio, but that's peace pergola. <laughs> but that doesn't include all the showing up for me that I'm learning how to do. And showing up, learning how to show up for myself also includes standing in the honor and honoring that every seed we've planted is bearing fruit in its due time for the right season, for the right persons. I am really grateful for this conversation as we, I guess I, I want to say deconstruct how to show up for ourselves, have grace and stand in what we work so hard within. Yeah. 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 This, this idea that self, what is selflessness is self-sabotage. Bruh. <laughs> you can't let the well run dry. Bruh. You can't let the well run dry. And it's just, it's a new season. It, it, I could feel the change within. And the changes happen all around. Hey, but every seed indeed is what brought us to the present. Everyone. Grateful for it all. And I want to big up Ishita. Ishita. For being my invitation within. Mm-hmm. She didn't give me somebody else's word. She gave me my words right back to me. Right. And it like it hit me in the core. And so when this affirmation says, I am where I need to be. And who I need to be in this very moment, the answers I am looking for are already within the where I need to be. I'm going to do work on that this week to make sure I am present in the affirmations that find me, in the words that lift me up, in the words that remind me that what I created is doing exactly what it was designed to do. Hmm. How, how dare I think I was missing? And that's going to impact your performance. Yeah. And it's not to say that I I was totally unaware of impact. It was a very unique way to learn Mm -hmm. that what I've created from 2012, 2013 was 
doing powerful work now. The most profound work, working for the greatest cause. Come on. I love to say it. Come on. (laughs) It is. Love, man. Love is. I want to honor my my brother, Kareem, who was my invitation to my heart being broken open and to his legacy of love, to his baby girl, and for all that I've learned on this journey and continue to show up for each day. Hmm. He wanted me to do this more than revenge. And I'm mature enough today to see why that was important. Thank you all for being present with us today. Thank you for tuning into this episode. Thank you for sharing this episode. Thank you, Fee, for co-creating this. Thank you for creating the invitation for us to live within. To every listener, wherever you are, thank you. And if you are a listener and a creator, be encouraged and stay a course. The answers you are looking for are already within. Until next time, (laughs) may we all love more abundantly. Thank you to our executive producers, Cody and Tommy Oliver, our producer, Crystal Hill, Kamali, who lends us to this work today, Kamayu, who brought us here, and the brilliant Masu McLemore (laughs) for these wonderful edits. Thank you so much. (laughs) Peace. Peace.